Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In the first century, slavery was part of the approved social order. A hierarchical system devised by humanity to keep the rich rich and the poor poor. One of the greatest indictments of humanity is human trafficking and slavery. These world systems of injustice, hierarchy, social classes and inequality are in direct opposition to the heart of God and his kingdom. Taking away someone's free will or choice is abhorrent to God. It is pure evil and an abuse of power. Inequality has no place in God's kingdom. So as we come to the text today, let us listen to the heartbeat of God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ through a personal intimate letter written by the Apostle John to his beloved friend Philemon. Philemon chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy our brother, to Philemon, our beloved friend and fellow labourer, to the beloved Ephia, Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house, grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. The introduction in this letter is intimate and personal and reveals the source of amazing grace which is undeserved favour towards another, and perfect peace. There is a universal need for peace. Peace in relationships, in mind and in heart. A peace that is complete wellness, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and it can only be received. It is not something that we can be manufacturing or manipulate. And there's only one source for this peace. That is in relationship with the giver of peace. God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. To receive a greater revelation of this peace, please listen to our podcast titled Perfect Peace. Paul declares... Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. From the first sentence we see that this letter is about relationships. In fact, all Paul's letters have that underlining theme. For such is God's kingdom. Relationship with God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ and how that should outwork in our relationships with one another is the essence of Paul's letter. Community of Equality Paul is all-inclusive. He even drops his title of apostle, which he regularly uses in his formal letters. Instead, he removes any false perception of hierarchy in God's kingdom. 
He speaks of Philemon as his brother, his equal. In surrendering any power that Paul would have over Philemon, he demonstrates God's heart and kingdom in a way that Philemon can understand. This is a heart-to-heart -heart appeal to Philemon, to surrender his flesh desire for power and control, and to break free of the world's systems of inequality and shame. Paul refers to God as our Father, just as Jesus does. Once again uniting and including everyone as equal in God's kingdom. We have the same Father and are of the same family. Paul emphasises to Philemon that Timothy is our brother and that you, Philemon, are our beloved friend and fellow labourer. Paul not only affirms Philemon's identity, but he also reflects the communal nature of the body of Christ, the Church. For he includes beloved Appia, Archippus, our fellow soldier, and all the house church participants in the letter. This is a very beautiful picture of the kingdom of heaven on earth, in this world damaged by evil and the communal nature of the body of Christ, his church, his family. Even though Paul often has to deal with individual issues within the church, he always does so through the lens of a witness of Jesus Christ to the world, as the whole body of Christ. For Paul, the individual is an integral part of the overall body. The two cannot be separate. Individual issues are a concern for the whole body of Christ. As a result, this introduction to what is a personal, transparent, heartfelt plea to Philemon reveals much about God's kingdom and how Paul sees one another. just as Christ does, equal. This is the amazing grace of God and transforming work of his Spirit. Relationships of equality bring freedom, a freedom to receive undeserved favour and a freedom to give favour undeservedly. Paul continues and writes from his heart, a heart that is one with our Father. Philemon chapter 1 verse 4 to 7 I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers, hearing of your love and faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. Paul reveals every good thing in Philemon is from God, and as a result of his relationship with him. Philemon's love, which is a brotherly love, or a continual love feast, 
is a fruit of the Spirit. A fruit produced by the Spirit of God from God the Father through Christ Jesus in relationship with Philemon. It is to this love, Christ's love within Philemon, that Paul makes his appeal. This is indeed a heart-to-heart connection. Paul continues, verse 8 to 16. Therefore, though I might be very bold in Christ to command you what is fitting, yet for love's sake I rather appeal to you, being such a one as Paul, the aged, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ, I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten while in my chains, who once was unprofitable to you, but now is profitable to you and to me. I'm sending him back. You therefore receive him, that is, my own heart, whom I wish to keep with me, that on your behalf he might minister to me in my chains for the gospel. But without your consent I wanted to do nothing, that your good deed might not be by compulsion, as it were, but voluntary. For perhaps he departed for a while for this purpose, that you might receive him for ever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If then you count me as a partner, receive him as you would me. But if he has wronged you or owes anything, put that on my account. I, Paul, am writing with my own hand. I will repay, not to mention to you that you owe me even your own self besides. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord. Paul makes his personal plea for Onesimus, not for his own sake, but for a fellow brother. His words are tender, sensitive and full of understanding. This is a transparent expression of a deep, rich love for Onesimus and for Philemon and the body of Christ as a whole. A deep, rich, selfless love that comes only from God. Paul surrenders his own selfish desires for Onesimus to be with him, and he refuses to use his power as an apostle for his own advantage. Instead, he does not want to deny Philemon the opportunity of demonstrating the love of Christ in him for all the saints. The redeeming love of Christ that transforms the individual, brings equality to relationships, and transcends the circumstances of this world, is displayed throughout the entire letter of Paul. Relationships of equality bring freedom. A freedom to receive unconditional love and a freedom to give love unconditionally.
Paul, who is in a physical prison for the sake of the gospel, powerfully reflects God's heart and his kingdom of equality and respect. He lives truly in the freedom and victory of Jesus Christ. Yes, he's within the unjust world systems, yet God's kingdom bursts through. Paul knows that through transformed hearts and minds, the power of the world systems are broken. It is only through transformation within that true change takes place. Paul is always concerned about the witness of Christ to the world. He gives little value to doing the right thing for the sake of doing the right thing, as this is not a witness of Christ and his transforming work within. It is show. It is hypocrisy. It's not God. According to the world systems, Onesimus is on the lowest end of the social order, living in the shame of society being labelled a slave. As a slave, he was the property of another, considered of no value, in both Philemon's eyes and the evaluation of the world. This is a lie and deception. It is into this lie that Paul conveys the truth of how God sees Onesimus and the great worth and value he has placed on his life. Paul sees Onesimus as equal to himself, his brother who is living in the honour of God's kingdom, as someone of the highest value. Onesimus has a purpose and a place of honour, just as Paul does, just as Philemon does, just as Timothy does and the rest of the body of Christ. Every individual, regardless of giftings, regardless of anointing, each one equal, of the same highest value. Our place in evaluation is according to God. We inherit equality as we become as firstborn sons. Inheritance is based upon identity, and each one in Christ Jesus is a child of God. Jesus is our brother. We are as firstborn sons, and our identity and inheritance is in him. Paul does not tell Philemon what to do. Instead, he reveals the truth and reality of God and his kingdom. To become inwardly free is the first and necessary step from which all else follows. Paul lives in the hope that Philemon will be truly free, and out of his transformed heart and mind, would not only welcome Onesimus back, but welcome him with honour as if he was the Apostle Paul himself. This is so contradictory to the systems of this world and the selfish desires of the heart. Yet this is God and his kingdom. Paul please, out of Christ's love within him, to the love of Christ that is within Philemon. As I said, a heart-to-heart -heart connection. That same love that saw God the Son give up his heavenly riches to become one of us. He did not come as the regal king, but as our brother, 
the bondservant, the perfect sacrifice to give us his freedom, equality and respect. All this because he so loves. Paul knows that relationships of equality can only exist through a surrendered heart, filled to overflowing with God's unconditional love and eternal forgiveness, all of which is a work of God. True love, real love, pure love, perfect love can only work in a community of equality. From equality comes freedom. God, the Almighty, all-powerful, gives everyone the freedom of choice. Freedom to choose to receive his love and the freedom in revelation of his love to let his love flow freely to others. It is the powerful truth of the gospel through transformed hearts and renewed minds that redefines relationships, identity and purpose. Yes, even in this world damaged by evil. Onesimus, who once was labelled a slave, is now a son in the faith and therefore a brother to Paul, a brother to Philemon, who was once his master. Relationships of equality bring freedom. A freedom to receive uninterrupted peace and a freedom to give peace continually. Freedom Inequality. Paul doesn't want anything to stand in the way of Philemon or Onesimus, living in the fullness and freedom of God's kingdom. So he offers to pay any debts that Onesimus might owe Philemon. Paul's personal investment and identification with both Onesimus and Philemon comes from his transformed heart and intimate relationship with God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Remember Paul started the letter outlining who is the source of this grace and peace? God himself. God himself paid our debt in full in Christ Jesus. Once the debt was paid, this opened the way for us to be able to believe and receive. Relationships of equality bring freedom. A freedom to receive undeserved favour and a freedom to give favour undeservedly. A freedom to receive unconditional love and a freedom to give love unconditionally. A freedom to receive uninterrupted peace and a freedom to give peace continually. Freedom inequality. For such is God and his kingdom. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.